Good evening. This is the Weekly Wrap for Friday, February 9th. Well, starting with the grain complex, corn closed down 13 cents on the week at 4.29 a bushel. Beans were down 5 cents and closed at 11.83. Chicago wheat closed down 3 cents at 5.96. Kansas City closed down 24 cents at 6.01. Cotton closed up 4.67 cents at 91.78. Crude oil was up $4 a barrel at 76.47, and the U.S. dollar was up uh, 150 points, closing at 103.93. For the week, managed money were once again massive sellers of corn and beans. They sold 17,000 contracts of corn, putting them short 297,000. Selling 22,000 contracts of soybeans, they're now short 130,000 contracts. That combined short of corn and beans is the largest since going back to May of 2019, where they were short uh, just another 30,000, 25 to 30,000 contracts. So we're very close to a record combined short position. Remember, that was during the trade war with Trump and China, uh, and that was uh, when the funds built out their record short position on corn and beans. And so, again, reminder of how un unprecedented the scale of this short position is by managed money. For wheat, they bought a modest 800 contracts, but they're still short 125,000 contracts. And for cotton, managed money were huge buyers of cotton, buying 18,000 contracts, putting them long now 46,000 contracts. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into the macro picture. There really wasn't much uh, change this week. We've got the three uh, sort of military conflicts, wars, if you want to call them, going on right now between Russia, Ukraine, uh, Israel and, and Palestine, and the U.S. and Iran with us bombing positions of the Houthi rebels that are funded by Iran. So no real headlines or changes in any of that or escalation in those three areas. The Federal Reserve uh, was really quiet on data that came out this week. They did go back and, and alter some of the, uh, the CPI data from the past. Um, just not too dissimilar to the USDA playing games with data. Um, and so we're basically not expecting any changes from the Federal Reserve on their rate hike regime. Uh, there were plans to get, uh, excuse me, rate cuts. They were supposed to cut in March. That has off the table now. And now there's a high probability, an 85% probability, that there will be a cut in the May meeting. Um, we did get more data from Brazil's government agencies. They lowered their corn production and soybean production. Uh, and so they're basically the USDA came out uh, roughly uh, 13 million metric tons higher on corn and about 9 million metric tons higher on beans. So there's a growing discrepancy between the USDA and the crop size in Brazil. Uh, that's the those that's government versus government. Uh, some private sector analysts have the crops much lower than even the CONAB numbers. And so that spread on the USDA versus uh, the Brazilian production is somewhere between 7 and 17 million metric tons on beans and somewhere between 11 and 20 million metric tons on corn. Of course, the USDA data will do their best to uh, smooth out those data points and not create any distortions in the market, according to them. 
just like they've done in cotton, and now they're getting cornered in the cotton market. My suspicion is at some point they're going to get cornered on the Brazilian production numbers. For the moment here, with these new lows, there are financial losses in Brazil at the farm level that are reaching extraordinary levels, as the farmers there are only getting close to eight sixty a bushel on beans and $2.66 on corn. Uh, leading to massive defaults uh, and financial bankruptcies. And now the, the, the grain market's actually growing increasingly concerned about their ability to um, you know, deliver on existing contracts. Uh, Argentina's crop condition took a bit of a hit after extreme heat and dryness over the last couple weeks. So their crop conditions are starting to go backwards. But again, none of this matters when you're dealing with massive money flow. So starting with uh, going right into the marketing here, we'll start with cotton. You know, we've talked for a while now about how the cotton crop size has been overstated. We did get an updated uh, Jennings report that has the crop at 11.75. Remember, the government didn't change their number. They're still at 12.4. So at this point, it's clear there's some three to 400,000 bales too high on the production number. Um, the export sales number came in strong again. And we're basically running 500,000 bales uh, above uh, the demand estimate. And so at this point, the USDA has got you know, some further or expansion of the demand side of that balance sheet there. Uh, that was on sales and shipments are starting to catch up versus last year. So like we've talked for a while now, cotton has getting squeezed on both sides of the balance sheet. The crop's getting smaller, demand's getting bigger. And this spread could be as wide as 900,000 bales, half a million bales from demand, 400,000 from supply. And so we should expect the USDA data to come in continually over the next several months, contracting the U.S. carryout. I think the managed money has finally sniffed that out. Uh, and we saw this big rally this week of uh, basically almost five cents a pound that probably did a pretty good job of cleaning up the U.S. farmer. Uh, what what bales were still on hand were probably marketed pretty heavily, so we probably have moved a lot of cotton out of farmers' hands now into the merchant and or the speculator's hands. We're basically at, uh, we were looking for resistance to hold this market below 90 cents. That did not happen. We broke through that today got through to this 92 cent area and ultimately um, have now broken out above resistance areas that have kept this market in check for 16 months. Remember, we considered that sort of the major inflection point that if we could get through that, it then would open the door to that test of a dollar one where there's a gap in the chart. So we now have very clear runway to go test that dollar mark. Uh, maybe sooner than what I expected. I didn't think it would happen until the May or July contract, but it may happen here in the next 30 to 45 days. Time will tell. Uh, for the grain complex here, we're looking at a situation where uh, the managed money has been just overwhelming the market with the scale of their selling, and we're getting further and further away from our targets. Remember, we've highlighted that we thought corn had a major resistance area at $5. I'll call that $480 to $5. That's still my initial target to hit before we do make any sales. Soybeans, there's a gap in the chart at close to $13. That's still our target on beans. And then on wheat, once we get through this um, next leg here, we're looking for a test back to $750 in Chicago wheat. So 
I wanted to just highlight sort of my thoughts on the market here and how we market and why we market the way we do. Um, cotton is sort of a, a, a classic living example of how it, the marketing uh, program that we institute here works. We, we take a very close look at fundamentals. Uh, those are our main driver of the market. We then look behind that with speculators and how they view the market, the USDA, and then, of course, confirmation uh, in the form of technical trade. And we got all of that here in cotton over the last couple of weeks. We've been saying for basically the last six months that cotton was undervalued because the crop was smaller and demand was better than what we thought. Speculators were not on board, so they've been carrying a position very close to zero. The USDA has been doing their best to manage that and or sort of hide the scale of the losses on the crop size, hide the scale of the demand increase. But over the next couple months, they're going to have to come clean on all that because the data is just too overwhelming. That has led to a massive fund buying here and now a technical breakout of cotton. And so those are the times and the setups that we're looking for to do our marketing. Grains, uh, we do have a tightening global balance sheet, no question about it, uh, than where the government thinks it's sitting with the losses in Brazil on corn and beans. We do have a loosening of the U.S. carryout on corn, a slight loosening of soybeans. But the key difference there is that what we've experienced is massive fund selling. And so while the funds are now short 300,000 contracts of corn, they were long at this point last year 300,000. So that's about a 600,000 contact differential. That's basically 3 billion bushel difference in their position year over year. Uh, in soybeans, not too dissimilar, it's only about a 250,000 contract difference. Uh, so, you know, again, a little over a billion bushels. But right now, managed money has a completely opposite view of a tightening global fundamental picture. And so they have overwhelmed the cash market with the scale of their selling and have broken this market technically. But at some point here, they're going to they're gonna be done with their selling. They're going to be done with their, their, their programs. And then the market's going to have a chance to correct back to these levels. Where the next uh, sort of outlier event here is first starts with the recognition of the losses in Brazil and then right behind that the acreage shift that I believe we're seeing right now in the delta with cotton taking a number of acres now away from corn and uh, rice will be taking acres away peanuts will be taking uh, acres away uh, I think we're going to see a large shift away from grains uh, in the south and the mid-south and back into these other crops and so for corn on this pace at this point I'm looking for about a million acre flip out of corn into cotton if this trend continues here over the next couple of weeks and uh, that it will take time for the market to understand and digest that and that the, all of this could have a material impact on the balance sheets going forward and then the funds would be clearly off sides on their positions and be forced to flip. So I'm looking for a catalyst, and right now we don't have one. Uh, the stock market is making record highs every day, so that's in a sweet spot. So I think there's a large program on buy managed money to be long equities, long the dollar, short commodities, and until the Fed makes a move or something outside the, uh, you know, in a geopolitical event that ha that happens that's bigger than the market, uh, we may be stuck in this pattern here for just a few more weeks. 
All right, so that's the update. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Take care. Have a good weekend.